Testing. One, oh, one. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History 101, the Retro Video Games Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight from the UK is none other than Mr. Jam Elias. How you doing, sir? Yeah, I finished my round-the-world trip, finally. <laughs> it took a while. That's right. I keep bringing this joke up, but is it, does, is it still the UK? I mean, how long is it going to be the UK for at this rate? But... That's a good point, you crazy defectors. Um, <laughs> I, know, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what to what to make of it anymore. Like, uh... I still don't. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> so, so um, but uh, welcome, sir, um, and welcome all of you out there. Um, <clears throat> Absolutely. I might sound a little bit echoey. I've tried out a new mic, which uh, Jam and I were talking about, uh, which does have decent clarity, but it does give a little bit of an echo effect because I'm in a room that has a pretty decent echo effect, which has been hidden in the past by the fact that I have a, uh, uh, a chat mic. Um, it's a high-quality chat mic, but when I go listen back, I realize that my volume levels are usually much higher than Jam's and... Um, my peas are popping and things like that. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. You guys tell me what you think. But uh, Keep anyway, yeah, yeah. So welcome back, Jim. Um, we've got an interesting show tonight because it's a little non-traditional, and we don't really have a topic, but we'll have some retro stuff to talk about. So, oh yeah, there's always retro stuff to talk about. <clears throat> Absolutely. So how you doing, man? All in all. Oh, I'm doing good, man. It's it's good to be back. Um, you know, I, I had some car trouble last week. I don't know if you met. I don't. I haven't actually listened to the last week, so yeah, but we'll get it's on my queue for tomorrow actually. Uh, oh, you're good. I don't think we mentioned it. <laughs> oh, that's fine. No, no, it's no big deal anyway. It's just, uh, but yeah, the you know these things happen. Yeah. So, so basically, Mike, a uh, uh, long short story short is don't trust mechanics. <laughs> they, they, they say they fix things and it's not fixed at all it's, it's funny looking back on it i wasn't laughing at it at the time but um hey that's where we are but but basically the the I'll, I'll keep it simple basically i spent some money to repair my car to the car away from the garage and the car breaks down literally the next day and uh, my weird friend uh, yeah, I know. And I phone the people up saying, and they, they give you this diatribe of, oh, oh, we handed it over to this other person, to this other person. And I was like, huh? <laughs> so basically, they didn't repair what the problem was, but they repaired something else. So, um, oh, well, so, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> and apparently, to fix that problem, I've got to spend essentially £800, which, in a, you know, if you convert that to American, that's like over $1,000 easily. Yes, two grand. So, <laughs> Pretty much. Well, actually, no, it might be different now because of how much the pound dropped. In the, That's true. That. Yeah, so maybe it's only 50p or something. But I don't know. But Let's find I, out. Uh, it's still up there. It's 1,040, excuse me, $1,049 uh, oh, so to 800 GBP. So. I'd have been very sad if we couldn't use that um, long-running gaming history on one joke still. <laughs> I know, right? Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's still it's still twenty grand. Um, yeah. You know, we still have to mortgage a house for it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 
so yeah it's no it's no big deal i've I, you know, i've i've got over it unfortunately my partner has a car so i've just been using her car for the own but it's just really what am i going to do with the paperweight that's sitting outside my flat at the moment but we will see <laughs> so yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> it's all it's actually really funny looking back on it <laughs> yeah as long as you're not like crying yourself to sleep at night i'd say it's it, it can be kind of funny you'll laugh about it later right oh absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> But um, it's good. It's good to be back. Like I say, this this show just brings out the the positive in me. Really, it just makes all this sort. Of, it makes all those kind of irrelevant things that to me, all the things you stress about during the week. Think you know what? It's actually really no big deal. <laughs> so, but well, good man. I'm glad you've. Uh, we've got a spot for that. I'm glad we can uh, we can enjoy that and uh, make the most of it. And. Uh, it's a good thing too because we've got some some announcements to make before we make some uh, some some uh, conversations. But uh, I've kind of been talking to you a little bit about it. But um, I don't yeah, know. Should we just jump into it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we can do that. All right, guys, uh, guys and gals, listeners alike, whether you're hearing this live or recorded, um, the reality is is that uh, traffic's dropped off quite a bit now. We have really strong traffic, like probably much stronger than people realize. So um, when I say traffic's dropped off, I, I know it's not our, shall I say, loyal listeners or the, the ongoing listeners. And frankly, since we don't charge for this, this is all community funded, we don't really care about traffic details anyway. However, when things drop off by a significant percentage, um, and don't freak out too much, it's not that significant, but um, it leads me to believe that maybe we're going in the wrong direction or people are too busy or whatnot. Um, And it's at that time that we either do one of two things. We either switch directions or we do it for self-fulfillment. And I don't know about you, Jam, but I've always been a big fan of (laughs) self-fulfillment. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Absolutely. Because <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm quitting this bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me, me neither. <laughs> so. But I think what has gone on is uh, Jam and I are running a little dry on topics. Um, it's not that we can't come up with topics, but it's like that we're almost fishing for topics. And when I was making that archive, which, by the way, an archive is now available, I highly recommend people checking it out because uh, the episodes are pretty awesome. Um, which is the 150 episodes that do not appear on our feed. And, of course, that list grows by one every week um, that has all kinds of crazy stuff. And if you're looking for it, you can go to GamingHistory101.com and Podcast Archive now replaces um, what is uh, what was previously um, podcast. And it was in chronological or reverse chronological order which makes sense if you're trying to be a podcast feed but we weren't trying to do that so you would see all the newest shows first which is exactly what you'd see on the feed Mm. well what about the other 150 episodes like um you know lots of people don't realize we have these episodes and they don't have a really good place to find them Mm. so what I have done, Jam, is if you look at it, it's gaminghistory101.com forward slash podcast hyphen archive, or of course you can hit the list. I have sorted uh, the first roughly 150 episodes. I think I go all the way to, well, 148 and then E3 2015, which uh, E3 2015 and a lot of those episodes are already in our podcast feed at this moment, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, don't worry, guys. We're not throwing in the towel at all. We're actually doing a fun directional right. change that maybe you guys will like. So stay tuned, Cy1, and all of you wonderful people in the chats. We are watching the chat more so now than ever, and we will continue to. But just a couple of fun things real quick, Jam. 
um, is uh, I have so I have numbered the episodes now. So now, if oh, you really? want to hear my original opinion on emulation, yes, it's called emulation. Breaking the law is the name of the uh, the episode, but it's episode three. Maybe you want to hear about the birth of the 3DO. Well, that's episode 10. Maybe you want to hear me and Trees talk about our Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse on the Genesis Game oh, Club. That's, I like that one. Yeah, that's episode 16. <laughs> um, maybe you want to hear you know, about Treasures games with Trees. That's me and him on episode 31. <clears throat> or maybe you want to hear Chip and me talk about Rayman, the entire series of Rayman. That's episode 55. Or, or Eco. What? Oh, we did. Yeah, Chip and I did do Eco. Um, hold on, I'm looking for one thing because, of course, I've got to cite this one. Do do do. Uh, damn it! Damn it! Damn it! There it is. Wait. I feel like some people might be asking, "Where's the Doom podcast? You've already done one." It's, ah, it's yes, okay. yes. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know exactly what episode that is, but maybe you want to know when Jam first started on the show. Oh, Jam was first a guest on episode 63, which was Silent Evil, where we first started talking about Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Part I one. forgot <laughs> that was where you came from. Yeah. <laughs> like, I forgot that's when you get involved. Mm-hmm. So, um, or maybe you want to know that episode 81 is when we make Jam official, even though he had done six episodes in a <laughs> row with us up to that point. Um, that's all in there. Um, and then more importantly, and this was actually a feature Fortingard asked for, um, which may or may not have been self-indulgence, but either way, it was a great feature. Maybe you just want to see every episode that Trees was in. Well, behind the guest of every episode, it's now linked. So if you click on Trees, it will take you to every episode Trees was in. If you click on Eli, it'll take you to every episode Eli was in. If you click on SG, he's been on a couple episodes, it'll take you to everyone he's in. Jam, I hope you don't mind. I only... Grab the episodes you're in until you join the show full time, at which point you're not listed anymore. Oh, that's uh, as, uh, yeah, in your list. But yeah, that whole archive's there. And we've got everything in there. And I don't just give you the title, I tell you what it's about. So, for example, maybe when you see You Are Not Red E, you don't know that that's the PlayStation's uh, 20th anniversary. And we talk about the launch of it. Now I tell you. Um, so there's that kind of stuff. I'm starting to tag all the episodes as well. Uh, I just listened to the first episodes we did was we listened to G4's top 100 countdown. And for four episodes, we talked about all those games. Well, I've now tagged all the games that are in those episodes. So now you can, if you search for them or you click on a link for like Legend of Zelda, it shows up. So some worthwhile stuff for you to peruse the archives for. So, um, yeah, so definitely something to, uh, to take a look at uh, so you can see kind of our roots, but it will also show you, as Jam was pointing out, that we've treaded a lot of ground. Um, yeah. yeah, and when we go back, like Jam will tell you, one of the first things we do whenever we go to come up with a topic for a new show is we go back and look and half the time we've already done it. I know, yeah. <laughs> like Jam and I were talking and he was like, let's do a mascot episode. And I said, yeah, we should. Oh shit, we've done no, a mascot episode. <laughs> Um, so, and actually I'm looking this over, Jam, we might not have done a mascot episode. I think I just did a mascot, um, uh, article, but I could be wrong. Actually, we can search for it now. Mascot. (laughs) This is live. No, I don't think we've done a mascot episode. So there we go. We've got an idea. Boom. Um, so yeah, so the archive makes it difficult. Um, the other thing that Jam and I noticed was, um, 
that uh, we don't want to force these these topics. Now, these topics may come up. They may come up a lot. Sometimes a lot of topics won't uh, be good enough for an entire show or a long show. So, um, Jam and I have been talking it through, and we have kind of a hybrid solution. But for the most part, the new solution will be, and he was down with this. This was kind of my idea. I'm not taking credit for it, but I want you to know that this was something I proposed to Jam. I got Gaming History 101 started because I wanted to play games, and frankly, doing lots of research became kind of like a first, you know, forerunner. But Ask Jam, um, there's about eight to ten, well, two to eight to ten hours of research that goes into every episode. Even if we know it, we look it up and make sure our yeah. facts are straight, and even then, we can't always get it right. Uh, <laughs> so, as a result, that takes up a lot of time. So, you know what I could do in eight to ten hours? I could beat a lot of video games. In fact, I could probably beat multiple video games. Um, that's, a cha- that's a challenge right there. How many games can you finish in eight to ten hours? Exactly. Uh, Derek H. also points out that at allgames.com, it does have our feed all the way back till when we joined, uh, which was in 2012. And actually, um, I have that listed in the archive too, the day that we joined all games. So um, actually, Derek, uh, allgames.com may have been the only place where you could find every one of our episodes. I should point out also, you'll notice two episodes don't have links. That's because while the file is still on Podbean's server, it doesn't play and won't let me download it. So I think it's gone. But I do have archived backups of every episode up to like 150. um, And I will be downloading the rest of those. So those will get taken care of. But um, yeah, that's lost for right now. But once I find my archive on one of my multiple USB drives, I'll be able to get those re-uploaded and those won't be a problem. But I've personally listened to every episode beyond that. They're all there. They all work. They all play correctly. A couple of them need to be corrected, but I fixed those. So yeah, so that's a thing uh, you can definitely check out. So go to either allgames.com for the GH101 episodes or head over to our podcast archive. I also will have, I've broken them up by seasons by year. So we're on like season five or six or something. Um, and I will have a zip file you can download, which will just be the whole year all zipped together. So if you want to do it that way in one big download, you can do it as well. I will warn you they're probably one to four gigs because each episode's like 100 megabytes. So something to think about. Um, I think they were smaller in the beginning because they were lower quality, but we changed quality partially in. So anyway, uh, with that in mind, um, uh, we wanted to start playing more games. I wanted to start playing more games. So, so what, what is, what is the idea we have, Jam? Well, yeah, basically we're going to. We kind of had this before before we kind of settled on doing this, but but we were talking about sort of getting a list together of games that we kind of wanted the alternative host to try. Um, so like maybe a game that's quite long, so it could be you know ten to twenty hours. So we're going to do kind of like a game like that every. So was it this? We're doing it like every two weeks, aren't we? For that sort of. Well, yeah. Game. Let me let me rephrase it because I kind of ran it by you fast, but Jam and I talked over the decision to basically focus on playing games, and so. Yeah. Whereas we used to do topics with the occasional game club, at this point, I think we're going to swap it out and do game clubs with the occasional topic. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, and so, and that, oh, sorry? I was going to say, it won't be the same format as the game clubs. We are changing that up as well, so it's going to be a bit more, so when we, rather than kind of what we've done with game clubs in the past, where we're kind of focusing kind of beat by beat what's happening in the game, we are going to talk kind of a bit more about the history and development of the game kind of 
you know beforehand really. do what so, we do <laughs> yeah pretty yeah pretty yeah do what we do but some of the you know there are some interesting stories behind a lot of these games as well um yeah some more than others you know there's some that don't but yeah, there's always it's always interesting especially the ones that uh we may have nostalgia for or we you know we may have grown up with there's things to talk about around the you know the era when that game was going on um i think i'll briefly mention this to fred before the show but there's certain titles that it's interesting just to talk about what the vibe was behind that game at the time and how it's now viewed today um yeah i kind of started doing this for a while which was the now and then series um yeah. but yeah the 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 idea i had was we would spend part of the time on the history development and how it was received back then and then we delve into it in kind of a critical eye, like we would on any other podcast. The only difference is instead of talking about the new hotness and the zeitgeist today, we talk about a game we picked. Yeah. So, um, but so my idea, Jam, that I was kind of running by you was that uh, every other week we would do a main game club game. So every two weeks we do a main game club game. And like you had said, yes. probably a, an eight to 20 hour game. You know, yeah, it'll just vary right. based off of the game. And I don't know about you, I kind of don't want to put anything um, off limits per se, but I do think the good cutoff would probably be this gen. So this gen technically started in 2012 with the Wii U. Oh yeah, yep. Um, but I don't think we should count that, although I will omit Wii U games. So basically anything developed in or after 2013 is probably off limits. And any Wii U game is off limits. But beyond that, whether it be PC, whatnot, blah, 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 blah. Anything's game to be a game club game. However, one, anything from the past. One slight stipulation I could state there, though. We've, not that we're necessarily going to do this, but there are those HD remasters, Red. <laughs> yes. And I <laughs> so think what's, case, Im- what's important to do, something I've definitely focused on, is um, being specific about what version we're going to play. Yeah, um, and I'm hoping that for those in the community who want to get involved, they'll do the same, and we'll try to see games we want to play. But you know, from this, you can see what can spawn. You could spawn, I could spawn episodes of version I could do, or various things like that. Although the main goal will be playing through a version of the game. Um, but yes, HD remasters are going to be an exception because yeah. if they HD remaster Turok, well, Turok oh, is a yeah. 1996 game, right? I, Any I, way I you dice it. That. Yeah. I, I would play both versions of that. Screw it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and Fortingard's already Kingdom Hearts. Let's go. Exactly. So the next thing is, and this is something Jam and I have talked about before, why gate it behind the hosts, right? With even oh, yeah. some of our favorite shows that do stuff like that, like Watch Out for Fireballs, it's somewhat of a curated list, right? The game club ultimately rests in the shoulder, and we were no exception. We're not we're not any better than anybody else. It always rested on the shoulders of the hosts. Now, again, when we had the Patreon campaign, we did have the audience involved, and the audience overrode us a couple of times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and Heck throws in Ghost Rider. See? It's already starting. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so here's the things. What was it, yeah? I was going to say that PS2 as well. It's on PSP. <laughs> There you go. Breath of Fire. See, here they come. Uh, I'll write this down. I'm writing this down, people. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and again, well, no, because here's what I I propose before we we get into this too deep. Here's what I'm proposing, Jam. Yep. So on the day of a game club, we will will, uh, pick the new game probably at the end. I think that's the safe time to do it. We will pick the new game at the end. Yeah. And... 
right it doesn't matter what platform it's on or anything you can propose anything and jam will come with one i will come with one and people will write in with one and they can plead their case if you want to don't go crazy we're talking like a paragraph or less but you can plead your case and we're going to do our best to balance what the audience thinks what the person who wrote in thinks and what we think and pick some games you know, and pick the the next game club. But I think we should do it on the fly, and I think we should do it live. And again, if yeah. you don't know, allgames.com, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at this time. Um, you can come join us live, be in the chat. You don't have to register for anything. You just go to chat, give them a name, boom, you're it. Excuse me, boom, you're in. Sorry, I'm having a beer tonight. Uh, non-alcoholic, but a beer nonetheless. Ooh, that's right, that's right. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, that probably... <laughs> yeah, it's 103 out. I need a beer. Um, <clears throat> but... Um, you can definitely come join us to be part of the discussion like all the lovely people that are in the chat right now. In addition, um, I think that, uh, you know, people can write in. That's contact at gaminghistory101.com or go to forward slash contact. Um, and I know a lot of you know how to do that because we've got a shitload of PS2 top tens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which we'll be recording an episode for this weekend. So, um, but yeah, so, so that will be... Um, that will be kind of how we're going to do this. And Jim, I think we should leave it open to interpretation for the game. So let's say we get Majora's Mask or something like that, which we won't because we've already done it. We've done it. But yeah. like if the game's 20, 40 hours, we may need to split it into two parts, you know, yeah. and we'll, we'll plan for that. Uh, and if we do that, then that means that we'll do, you know, two weeks from the day we pick it, we'll do part one. And then two weeks from the day after, we'll do part two. And if we're really feeling fucking crazy, if anybody can convince us to do it, and I'm not asking you to convince us, but it's possible Jam or I or the audience can propose and potentially pick a ridiculously long game like Morrowind. But I don't know that I really ever want to play through all of Morrowind. But... On the Xbox. Never say never, right? <laughs> no restrictions. Uh, <laughs> so that's the first one. Um, the you know, uh, this that bad, Morrowind is that bad. long, though. That would be a four-parter, and I think we'd lose more subscribers. But hey, you know what? Dan Carlin's in for it. Cool. The only rough thing is, again, we're not going to walk through everything like we have before. We're not following like a walkthrough per se. But we will get in as much as we can in the two, or if we have to go multiple episodes, four, six, eight hours that we give to a game uh, that's, you know, relevant to the length of the game. So, and then on the off weeks, to be nice, uh, we could have different things. I think, yeah, what you were talking about, Jam, would be the best plan, which is like, you know, next week, Jam comes to me with a game he thinks I should play that's like a shorter experience. Or like, you've never played a Steinax on the NES. I think you should really try it. And you probably have a mountain of Master System games I haven't played. Absolutely. And I'm sending, I'm <laughs> send it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't a half bad name, actually. Kostin says, uh, I haven't said this, but Jamarai. There you go, oh, yeah. man. That should be your new name. <laughs> no, but... Um, but yeah, so I like uh, yeah, right. It's the evolution, as uh, Fortingard says. Um, but yeah, so we'll start playing off that stuff, and of course, community people, we're gonna let you get involved. So maybe um, you know, for the game club stuff, community is always open. We always bring multiple games to the table. Yeah. Um, but for the challenge stuff, yeah, one week it'll be 
you know, Jam picking for me, and then the next week it'll be, or the two weeks after that it'll be me picking for Jam, and then after that it'll be the audience picking for both of us, you know, or something like that. So we can have some fun with this. The other thing I can do is I can just do loose captures, and I think I'm going to start posting the uh, podcast episodes with gameplay on YouTube. Nothing curated, just raw footage, um, just for fun, just just because, just for the shits of it. Um, but uh, but I think this is a cool new direction. And again, whenever we want to do topics, whenever something comes up, or whenever it's going to be a rough week, maybe we pre-record. You know, Jam and I talked about pre-recording like what we would originally have thought of as extra credit episodes, like shorter, thirty-hour-long, thirty minutes-hour-long episodes uh, that will be pre-recorded. <laughs> what? If we say 30 hours then, I say, wow. Yeah, so 30 hour long podcast <laughs> that we will take over all games for a week on. No, um, but, uh, you know, we'll have different things that will go up. You know, things will happen, plans will change and whatnot. But even if it's a pre recorded episode, you know, at least one of us will be in the chat. We can promise that much. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I think it's a new direction. I think it'll be fun, and uh, we'll see what our listeners think. And again, if you guys have different ideas, if you have topics you want to hear that wouldn't be a traditional game if you have games and everything here we go because starting next week we are going to pick our first game club game and uh that's going to be jam bringing one to the table me bringing one to the table and all you out there in the uh in the ether doing the same so Mm -hmm. uh keep that in mind so um and jam i think we're going to try to do this i've just recently wrapped it up and um you've played this before you might need to do a little bit of a refresher and I think we're going to bring Fort in because he's kind of very knowledgeable on the topic. Is near, yep. yeah, yeah, I'm, do near, yeah, I'm, yeah. So, so that'll be next week's episode. What? Let's call it Nur for some reason. I don't know why. Nur, Nier, Nier. But uh, but yeah, there is a great uh, uh, ninja samurai conversation going on in the chat right now. Um, this is why we but, like the chat. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to get that stuff started. Uh, in addition, um, I'm starting to stream some more stuff. I, I streamed on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, which works surprisingly well. Uh, the one thing I don't like is the chat doesn't seem to follow along. I don't know how that works. Like, it works while you're playing the game. But I have no idea where the fucking chat is. But anyway, I started Metal Wolf Chaos. Some people are getting a kick out of it. I did yeah, the I English that, yeah. fan translation. So, yeah, it's got English voices. And then now I've uh, the fan translation adds English text to it. So... That, um, was that played on original hardware or was that on original like hardware yep soft oh, modded wow. hardware yeah in <laughs> fact there's no emulator that could run it um mm. yeah so um <clears throat> jam if you <clears throat> have a soft modded xbox i might be able to burn you something that i could send your way um but uh but yeah yeah that's what it was played on it was played on a hard drive um but running on original hardware yeah mm-hmm. so um but uh, but yeah, I've 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 switched that stuff up too. Um, I was kind of restricted by using the Hapog. I'm still using the Hapog, but believe it or not, OBS Open Broadcast Software has a better driver for it than the Hapog itself. And OBS is so much better than XSplit now that I figured out how to use it. So it's been able to give me some better results. And then I'm using this mic that I'm using right now, which might be better suited. You guys tell me. Uh, forget last week's episode because I had some issues with the recording repeaters. But um, from previous episodes, do you like the previous mic or do you like this mic? Tell me and we'll figure it out. But for live streaming, it's great because I was sitting far away from the mic, but it seemed to pick me up no problem. So, 
it does give me a lot of room freedom. Um, and I've got this new rig, which is just perfectly suited as like a capture footage studio. It used to take me like a half an hour to get set up. Now I'm set up in 30 seconds. So mm-hmm. um, That's good. it's been worthwhile. <laughs> So, but uh, I'll be streaming some games. Um, again, I can't put up a schedule because I'm terrible at schedules and I never make them on time. So, even when I did same day, it was still delayed. So, uh, but but I, I will stream them, and of course, they stay on YouTube once they're done. So that was the good news. Um, but thank you to all who came out. So, <clears throat> but yeah. So, uh, anything else, Jim? Anything else you want to add in? Um, no, I think I pretty much covers it, really. So. I'd like, right. Yeah, but people, people, let us know if there's anything particularly I want us to cover. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just be open with us, and uh, and again, if somebody recommends a game club game, yeah. and it gets picked, which I think will happen quite a bit, you're welcome to come on the show and talk about your game. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'd love to have that because I'm looking and I'm seeing. I really liked when we had a bunch of random guests, so I'm going to start tapping that well again. Um, Trees made a very dangerous, dangerous statement to me recently, which said, yeah, doing those episodes was fun. Maybe I should start coming on again. (laughs) All right, sir. Maybe you should. So we'll put rubber to the road and see what happens. But uh, And again, we've had some regular guests. Fortingard's always been great. Voss has been great. So we do have wonderful guests that will join in anyway. But we can add more. And, of course, Derek pops in from time to time and whatnot. Of course, yeah. Um, we are still going to try to keep it to, you know, the Jam and Fred show. But, uh, again, there will be times where there's no reason not to come in. So, anyway, that's kind of how we're playing it by ear. Um, but, you know, original series will continue. Top scores, of course, there's going to be one this fall. Um, you know, and uh, Nightmare or Night Before Christmas, of course, we're going to do. I think Game Club Month will be a lot of fun uh, for horror stuff you know, and whatnot. And so we'll see what we can do with it. So, um, but yeah, so we'll get some of that stuff started. Also, Jam, you seem to be quite the Game Boy player and I was a Game Gear player growing up. So I get the feeling you can bring a lot of Game Boy games to the table I've never touched. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So yeah, so we'll get started on that kind of stuff. Um, You know, and from that, we can also piggyback articles, you know, Jam, um, I'm thinking maybe, like, you know, if you really like the game or something, you can write your love letters to the game and whatnot, so. Um, Or fuck it, we can just do the podcast. The other thing I will say is, um, because we're playing more games, I expect the written content may slow down a little bit. Maybe not, but if I'm playing more often, it may prevent me from being able to do other things more often. That doesn't mean the written word's gone or I won't do, you know, Jam and I won't do a love letter to Sega or a genre study or something, Mm -hmm. but uh, just not cranking them like we've been doing. Um, But who knows? Who knows? You know? Um, But uh, yeah, so all that stuff's coming, but uh, that's, that's kind of initial starting plans, so let us know what you think. Um, and then I just figured jam since we didn't have, um, let's see here. I know a show, a board game show that has three hosts and two guests every episode. That's a lot of people. Yeah, but we could find some version of that. Maybe two hosts and one guest every episode. That's not too far fetched. So we should be able to have fun with that. And what I am noticing is people tend to be like when we had Sean Fuller on, I remember him. I think you had to be off jam, so that's why Sean was on. But uh, when we had Sean on recently, you know, he was like, well, I don't know about video game franchises. And I said, but you know what was at E3. You know the the franchises that spawned them, like God of War. And he goes, oh, hell yeah, I loved God of War. 
And I said, well, yeah, so there you go. Voss is coming in right now. I don't know if he's been listening, but <laughs> Voss, you just missed all the announcements. I'm sorry. But in short, we're going straight game clubs. So tell us what you think. <laughs> um, uh, and we go into much more detail earlier in the show. But uh, anyway... Um, he was just saying, you know, I don't know about this broad topic. You know, when I come to people where I'm like, we're going to do a show about food. And he goes, well, I don't know about food. But then when you break it down and you go, have you ever played Cool Spot? You know, have you ever played <laughs> Pepsi Man? Have you ever played Final Fight? Suddenly people are like, well, hell yeah, I'm on board. And so I think that's the benefit with the game club is instead of going, who wants to talk about games based on food? And instead going, who wants to talk about Final Fight? You know, you can get more people on board with that. So I think it'll be great to to catch more people. So, um, And then our lovely community can introduce games. And instead of just, you know, or if like I shit on a game, you can find out why I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, again, I think there's benefits to doing game club stuff. And again, the topics will take the back seat, but I don't think it's a bad thing. So, yeah. So we'll do that. Um, and then, Jim, you were going to try to start streaming once everything works out, right? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing a few practice things. I just need to... Cool. Basically, I just try, need to try and figure out how to do it through Windows 10. Because I might use that. I think you suggested a while ago ah, that might yes. be a bit easier. Yes, it can be a bit easier because it relies on the network. But uh, it does need... You're going to need a, a router that's got a decent amount of bandwidth and then some okay internet. But the internet part is not as big of a deal because... If you're going to do that kind of streaming stuff, what you're basically doing is you're doing kind of double duty. You're streaming from, you know, your Xbox, let's say, to your computer, and then you're streaming from your computer to the internet. So yeah. the computer can actually handle that no problem because streaming is nothing to it, but your router is going to need to be able to handle both connections at the same time. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we can work on it, but so yeah. Um. Ninja Run with Pepsi Man skin? That's fantastic. <laughs> I've never played, you know, Metal Gear Rising, but I do have the uh, PC version, so I'm sure the Pepsi Man skin works. Uh, that's fantastic. Now, is that a mod or is that in the game? I'm betting so that that's a mod. That can't be real. <laughs> yeah, I'm betting <laughs> Pepsi would want their money for that. So I'm betting it's a mod, but I've again, I can mod. But anyway, so yeah, so stuff like that's coming up. Um... But I figured since we've got the time, mm -hmm. let's talk about some retro stuff, some retro news, some things people have been talking about. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Should we kick what off do you, mode? yeah, is there anything specific you want to talk about right off the top of your head or are we just dancing around the... NES Mini. <laughs> I, was to, I was about to bring that up straight away. <laughs> Is that the one we should do? All right, let's well, do it. Let's take a white one for, to start with, yeah. Um, so that, that was basically the big news. Was it, is it last week that, that dropped? Um, if, it, it was seems last like Friday. Was yeah. So the, um, it, it feels almost like Nintendo's just a tad late to the party because um, Sega's been doing this for <laughs> years now. Uh, with their Mega Drive, various various Mega Drive plug-in plays. Um, yeah, they they've had the sort of the, the Mega Drive plug-in play model that you can even put your own bloody Mega Drive games in. That's how sort of far along they've gone. Yeah, that's um, the newest one, and that one's only like thirty bucks on clearance because yeah. no one bought it. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's the 
That's yeah, Aries926 on Twitter wrote reached out to me to ask that. He said, like, why is everybody going ape shit over the Nintendo one when mm. Sega's been doing this forever? Yeah, I mean, that that probably might be the same reason why people are going crazy, because it is Nintendo, and because they haven't done this. And because the only way to have got um, Nintendo games and these plug-and-plays are through those kind of, like, bootleg ones, which we've, which we've talked about in a previous podcast. <laughs> yes. We should be doing that a lot this episode. But, in fact, I have one. I have a, I think it's from China or something like that, one of these old plug-and-play ones that has loads of NES games in it, which you just plug straight into the TV. Um, of oh, course, yes, that was our Famiclone Poly. Station episode. I forget exactly. which one it was, but uh, yes, it exists. Mm. Um, I mean, the thing I kind of like about it though was that I mean, it's a silly little thing, but that's only because I'm because like you know you and me, Fred, are kind of like into tech. Is I do like the little attention to detail you can plug in an old uh, Wii Classic controller, and for weird old people, like old well retro collectors like uh, me and possibly you as well, Fred, who still keeps those controllers, that's actually quite good. <laughs> So. Yes, yes. Um, also, am I the only person who wants the classic NES controller to use with my emulated games? Because yeah. the yeah. only way I can play Akumaju Densetsu or Castlevania 3, the Japanese version, and if I'm going to bore everybody, I think it's been a while since I've talked about this, but I am absolutely in love with that version because of its superior soundtrack. I think it's Top Scores Episode 1 where I play yeah, that that's one. That's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, recently wrote that track list. That's how I know. <laughs> but um, but if I want to play that version, um, there is one kiss of death on Virtual Console with Castlevania, which is stairs. The Castlevania yeah. stairs you had to do up and to the right. And you'll never know. You'll either walk up the stairs or walk off the cliff, especially in the clock tower levels. And um, not even the classic controller plus, you know, the up, down, left, right, D-pad um, does a good job. So I'm hoping that will work, you know, that will work better. So I like it for both reasons. One, because I can put my classic controller into the NES Mini. But two, because I can put an NES controller into my virtual console. And even if I don't want to buy the Mini, they're selling the controllers for 10 bucks. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's worth mentioning. That's really good. I like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the... I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, actually, I'm not surprised because they, they they talked about this that it's 30 games, but you can't connect it to the internet. I mean, I know some people might be able to do some magic with it. These hackers. Oh well, that. yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, people aren't. I don't know if people know about this or not. But before we get into that, let's get yeah. into what it is. So, okay. Yep. The NES Mini is literally. Um, I was likening it to too many different things, even like that Sega thing. But I think what it's closely re- closest related to is these flashback consoles. Yeah. It is a miniaturized, cheap plastic version that looks and acts just like um, the original console, in this case, the NES. It is released by Nintendo officially mm-hmm. um, with a couple of changes. And, uh, of course, it's got 30 games on the, the, the system. And, of course, we'll talk about that list in a minute. Instead of regular NES controller ports, they have virtu- uh, they have uh, Wii controller ports, like the controller ports that are on the bottom of a Wiimote. Yeah. Two of them. Um, and they have now made Nintendo NES official NES controllers that plug both into this and will also work in a Wii uh, Wiimote. And then obviously That's anything cool. that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And of course, anything that works with the virtual console, such as the GameCube controllers, certain ones from Smash, and then of course the classic controllers, those all work on this console as well. It'll work mm. with anything that plugs into a Wii controller port. Um, other things of note is it uses USB to power itself, which does have a charge adapter unless you're in Europe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep um, and it has HDMI out. Yeah, which um, I was surprised about. Well, before people start thinking too much about it, it's going to be 480p out. It's going to be the most basic out they oh, can yeah, give. Yeah, yeah. It won't upscale. It won't do anything. Uh, but they did. And so the big thing with this was what they did and didn't confirm. Um, mm. Because I was going nuts over this. I wrote an article about it, but (laughs) one of the biggest things they did confirm was you will not be able to add more games to it. There's no, yeah, yeah, there's no NES connection or no NES. The the thing, the lid doesn't lift up. You can't plug a cartridge into it. And once I saw it in the person's hand, I was like, there's no way a cartridge can fit in there. And you won't be able to sideload any media until modders get to it, which is what Jam was hinting at. And we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, the other thing is they won't scale. This won't be adding scan lines. This won't be 1080p. This will be basic 480p. They just are adding an HDMI port like everybody's saying. Um, I'm not even convinced they're using the virtual console emulator. I'm thinking they might be using something a little closer to the Raspberry Pi. And the reason I bring that up it is because... It probably is a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> yeah, well, and we'll find out the second it's released because you know people are dying to gut this thing. Yeah. Uh, at a price point of 60 bucks, that's a lot, especially when we talk about the game list. But the game list conveniently does not have Castlevania 3, Castlevania 3 with the MM5 chip, MMC5 yeah. chip, notorious for being difficult to emulate, although Virtual Console figured it out. So to me, if it's using Virtual Console, then like that emulator, that. which might need more hardware than this is going to have under the hood, then that makes sense because Castlevania 3 would work. The fact that Castlevania 3 doesn't work means they're probably is something different going on here so Mm. um what is cool about it is it's a nintendo out to hdmi which is very useful if you make i don't know youtube videos um and it's also useful if you ever wanted to play many of these games and i think jam i can go on record and say both of us are are very eager to play some of these games in hdmi on our hd tvs um, these games look like an NES looks like shit on an HD TV. I don't care what people say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so anyway, what were you saying about side loading games? Um, well, no, I, I think I was just mentioning earlier that people, you know, kind of like you're saying that people are dying to get this system. I, I, I could see people pulling some sort of crazy magic and doing all sorts of this system once it comes out. But you it's cut. just a matter of time till somebody figures yeah. out how to mod it. <laughs> the the only kind of fun, the only kind of weird thing is, is that I mean, both you you and me have a modded Xbox, which my one has, I think it probably has practically the whole NES back catalogue on it at the moment. But uh, knowing, I think it does anyway. But um, you know, but it's it's still interesting to see this thing come out, and it, and uh, it, it, what's worth pointing out is that this is already a bestseller on Amazon, despite the fact that it hasn't been released yet. So people are interested Which cracks in me this. Up. Yes. Yeah. Um, real quick, because people are talking so much about the games, we'll get yeah. into the games individually, but let me just yeah. fire the list off, Jam, so for people listening. Yes, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah. The games are Balloon Fight, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania, Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2 The Revenge, Dr. Mario, Excite Bike, Final Fantasy, Galaga, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, 
Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, Pac-Man, Punch-Out! featuring Mr. Dream, Star Tropics, Super C, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3, Tecmo Bowl, The Legend of Zelda, and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. If you're going to make a best, a greatest hits list that's like your top 30, there are some pretty obvious omissions here, but nothing crazy. And when you factor in licensing rights, oh yeah, this one kind of makes a lot of sense. Look, I'm actually this surprised. is a very strong list. It is, but I'm actually, when you say licensing, I was surprised to see what was included in this list, considering licensing. Like, I'm surprised about, I'm actually generally surprised a lot of the Konami games are on here. <laughs> Yes, uh, and Voss is talking about this too. He says Mega Man and Castlevania aren't first party, are they? No, actually, there's a decent amount of third party. Uh, Bubble Bobble is tech, uh, Taito. That's Taito. Um, yeah. Castlevania is Konami. Konami. Um, Mega Man's let's Capcom. see here. Double Dragon is actually Trade West or now Million. Um, yeah. Final Fantasy Square. Galaga is Midway, which is now fuck. I thought, um, I Warner. Hmm. Ghosts and Goblins is obviously Capcom. Gradius is Konami. Uh, let's see here. Mega Man's Capcom. Ninja Gaiden is Tecmo. Mm-hmm. Um, Pac-Man's Namco. Yep. Super C is Capcom. Tecmo Bowl is Tecmo. So, yeah, you've got lots of third party here. But they've got te- so. yeah, you, you mentioned that as well. You mentioned Tecmo Bowl. Of course, they've got the Nintendo stuff as well. We've got Melfin. Um, Kirby is HAL Laboratory and okay Voss is right so second party yeah HAL is technically an in-house Nintendo studio but it is not Nintendo first party they are their own independent uh, developer they just choose to and they never will change their mind about this but they do choose to only develop for Nintendo uh, yeah. Tiger Claw asks a good question how come Contra is missing on there why only Super C well at first I was like isn't Super C the rare one no it's not Super I- C is easy to find it's uh, whatever the third one is. Um, uh, but uh, Contra's missing, I think, because Contra has a lot of licenses that could be called to task if re-released. Um, specifically in this case, and I don't see Nintendo taking this risk, although Konami had no problem taking this risk. Um there is a clear Schwarzenegger and Stallone ripoff there. There is a clear Aliens ripoff. Yeah. There's a couple of clear Predator ripoffs. So there are reasons why Contra may be controversial. The other thing that somebody brought up to me was because Contra's released, I think, in arcade port version only on the Xbox as of late, and because Konami is no longer really a developer, um... It's entirely possible that uh, Contra's tied up in a licensing deal we're not aware of that covers... Konami wouldn't be specific enough to go the NES version, right? Because the NES version hit Virtual Console, they just didn't think about it anymore. Um, Tiger Claw says Super C is good too. It is. I've beaten through both of them. I actually have videos on the YouTube of me beating through the Famicom version of Contra, and which is slightly different from the American version, and I'm coming to learn from many commenters uh, much easier. So (laughs) 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 maybe I'll do an American speed run at some point. Um, And then Super C I did as well, and that was the American version. Super C is very good. 
Um, I think more people played Contra. That's why it's fresher in their heads. But Super C plays and acts just like Contra. Um, in fact, I think it's good that more people will get to know Super C. But, which stands for Super Contra. But uh, for some reason, they called it Super C. Um, because reasons. <laughs> because reasons. Um, so I don't know. Is there anything you want to talk about with the console itself before we get into the games? Uh, well, the we we kind of touched on it briefly, but I was surprised about this. Seems to be a common thing with Nintendo at the moment, where they don't put an AC adapter anymore with the with like they did this with the. They do in 3DS. America. Wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have no idea why they do in America. To be honest with you, it's it's a, it's a little weird. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not that bad. Cause I think I think I would like. To, I think majority of us now have sort of plugs that plug into with USB connection anyway. So it's not a big deal. And even if you don't, they're really, really cheap to find anyway. Um, it's just interesting because they did that with the, that was their big you know, controversy with the new the new 3DS where they don't, that didn't come with an AC adapter either. Um, so like Nintendo cutting corners, even though this console is well, it's fifty pound over here. Um, but I, I don't know. It's uh, the console itself is cool. I mean, I like I, I that's what you expect from these sort of consoles that they're just miniaturized versions. It would have been kind of cool as an extra, just for a nostalgia kick, if they just let you lift the lid up a bit. <laughs> but I guess they're not going to let you do that. <laughs> or like you lift the lid and it says "just kidding" or "enjoy your game" I, or "now you're playing with power" or something. But would, would it be cool if there's just a really awful little bit of like a little? tiny little cartridge <laughs> you just slip it out just for the weird people like me who like that yeah like beat. the you know when you open up the n64 and there's the what they call it the jump pack and people who don't know about n64s anytime somebody tells you does it have the ram pack installed if you don't know you lift the lid and if you yep. see black you have a jump pack or no ram cart if you see red you have a jump pack or a ram cart and people who don't know that open it up and see the jump pack and go oh it's got the ram cart great i'll buy it um, but what you don't know is if the jump pack is missing, if you have no pack plugged in there at all, the system won't function. So Absolutely. don't ever buy an N64 without something in that slot, be it a jump pack or a RAM pack. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I think, I think that, that kind of sucks. You know, for some reason we all thought that you would be able to add games you can't. Um, there are save states though. So you will be able to do save states. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Save states. Mario 3 desperately needs save states. (laughs) (laughs) Not because of difficulty. I don't mean save spamming. I mean because you can beat Mario 3 in a setting, in a single sitting, but most people won't take that time. No, no, absolutely not. You do need to have that save feature on that. Um, Also, games like Zelda and Final Fantasy, you no longer have to worry about the battery backup dying mm. oh yeah oh yeah absolutely so. I-, I was about to mention that it, it's kind of i kind of think this is very clever marketing from nintendo as well releasing this towards the end of the year because you can just see that even if people are not buying this console someone will probably buy it for them because it's a very good christmas gift <laughs> so. well yes and well you know this is the stocking stuffer gift of this year i'm sorry yeah. to tell you um that's why it's sold so well um, oh yeah and nintendo's an idiot if this sells out at all if you don't have these sitting on a shelf in abundance everywhere you go, Nintendo's wasting their time. But this is priced to move, so I don't think it'll be a problem. Oh, no. no this, will, this will sell well. Um, I mean, the good thing as well is that... Oh, not only know, will I, it sell well, but it'll be readily available is what I yeah, mean. I don't think but, there's going to be a shortage of units anywhere. 
I think it's almost a sure thing as well with the success of these sort of pre-orders already that they Nintendo is probably already considering, say, a, a Super Nintendo version of this as well. Yes, they're either considering a Mini 2, which yeah. uh, I think Kossin was bringing up, yeah, which will have more games, um, or a Super Nintendo version. And they could also do an N64, to be honest with you. It that wouldn't would be, be a surprising. That would be very surprising. Though. It'd be more expensive. It would be crazy, yeah. <laughs> it would be more expensive. Not crazy more expensive. Nintendo's already pricing, you know, I, I think we can expect 60 for the NES version, 80 for the Super Nintendo version, and 100 for the N64 yeah, version, nice. much like we've already seen um, with virtual consoles pricing, which is pretty much the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Although it would be pretty cool to have an N64 version, especially with some of those, because some of those Nintendo N64 titles, like the Kirby game and the Yoshi's Island oh, game. Oh, God, if they do 30 N64 games, that would be pretty. they cool. will automatically hit everyone's greatest hits. Yeah. There yeah. aren't 30 greatest hits games oh. on the N64. There are 30 great games, but if you're yeah, doing the- 30 Nintendo games, oh, you're set. It won't be the first. They put in like, Mario and yeah. both the Zeldas, and you're covered. Oh, yeah, that would be like crazy. right there. People will buy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. Be, like, yeah, and they have no problem selling you the same game multiple times. Oh yeah, absolutely. But of course, you're not going to see, say, Golden Eye on the um, N64 thing. That won't be there. Yeah, that, you have to okay, go get that. Let me. Cost. Let's a, yeah. Let's address <laughs> the elephant in the room. Yeah. Because I was talking about this on Twitter. The first thing to come out after the NES Mini came out was a bunch of stuff that said, these are the games that didn't make this list that should. And it, they all yeah. pissed me off. Yeah, Guys, Earthbound's not going to make it because Earthbound was nothing more than the release of a ROM as a marketing push for the Wii U. Yeah. And it didn't work. It sold a bunch of copies of Earthbound and Earthbound Zero or Beginnings or whatever. But it didn't sell a lot of Wii U's. And that's what it was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. The same is true of what was the other one somebody said? Somebody said they wanted DuckTales. Guess what, guys? Yeah. Licensing. Ask Disney. Way Forward who has the license if DuckTales is going to come out. It's not. Disney is a mess right now. DuckTales ain't yeah. coming out. Not not for what they have to go through to put it on your $60 console. It's too much licensing. The fucking game itself, that game alone on a mini is worth 60 bucks if you're getting Disney licensing prices. And the other one that cracked me up was Battletoads. Battletoads can't be on oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> it's already on Microsoft. Sorry, guys. Rare has the rights to those. That's already you know. Play, so yeah. don't mention... And RoboCop was another one. Don't mention shit that can't come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So GoldenEye will be another one. You, it won't come out. Uh, it won't be allowed. Activision, I think, has the license, and they're never letting it go. Oh, and no. Pierce Brosnan, I don't think, allows his likeness to be in games... So I, I think that's true. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't because I'm fairly certain the reason Daniel Craig is the new goal is in the new Golden Eye as the voice or whatever. Maybe it wasn't Daniel Craig. Maybe it was the one before him. Was because Pierce said no, I won't do it. No, it was Daniel Craig. He in the new Golden Eye okay. him. Yeah, yeah, and again he just said I won't let you use my my likeness, and he has every right to do that for whatever reason. You know, he's not beholden to the gaming community. It is his likeness. Mm. Um. But, so yeah, so the, those aren't going to be there. Uh, Spider, uh, sorry, Tiger Claw says, same can be said about the Konami TMNT games. Konami no oh, longer yeah. owns that license. Oh, yeah, 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 Nintendo has a firm iron grip on that, and it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so those games aren't going to hit. 
which kind of sucks, but I still like the idea of this. And I could see a Mini 2. I doubt it, though. I think they'll probably just do the Mini SNES and potentially the N64. And we'll just see what they do. The other thing they could do is not 30 games for the S... You know, what if it's 20 for the SNES and 10 for the Mini N64? Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. We'll see. And it's a long time down the road. Yeah, well, At it's... best, you'll see an announcement next year. Yeah. If they do this, so... Um, but, yeah, so so talking back in the here and now, though, uh, like, I think... I think this list is rock solid. I never oh, expected yeah. Final Fantasy to be in there. I, I didn't expect that. That surprised me, actually. I was, um, I was, I was surprised that they went with Mega Man 2 and not the original Mega Man. I mean, I... You know, whatever. But Thank God, Mega Man Two is the best one. I, I, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just surprised they didn't put. You know, it's, it's weird that they have just Mega Man Two. You know, like they didn't go with both one and two. But I was wondering if that had anything to do with the Legacy Collection that came out. You think? Thought, you know, Actually, I'm surprised that any of these are in here. Uh, it's probably oh, just yeah, Capcom yeah. self-published. But um, I was pleased to see they gave up two. Um, yeah. Two is. There are some people who argue that three is the better game, but I think the majority say debate, two. Yeah. And those that love three or think three is the best tolerate two, so it's the best choice. Um, should have been five. No, um, but uh, <laughs> Contra, we've already talked about why they did that one. Um, people ask about Double Dragon Two: The Revenge. Well, if you haven't played it, guys, Double Dragon Two is the better one. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played Double Dragon Two, oh, Jam? Oh yes, yeah, it's very, very. The good. Revenge is a fantastic game. Um. Double Dragon 1 is a take it or leave it. I personally love the NES version of Double Dragon 1. Yeah. A lot of people don't. <laughs> there's, also, there's also some very entertaining ports of Double Dragon on them microcomputers. <laughs> some of them are awful. There are. <laughs> I, I did the head-to-head episode, and I've played through the NES version of Double Dragon. It's kind of funny to see because it's my first playthrough, and I didn't know how to cut the camera, so I literally have this thing where I get to the last level. And this happens to almost everyone who plays Double Dragon on the NES. It's all luck. So you get to the last level and you die a cheap death. And then I put like this thing that says like four hours and 30 minutes later. And I integrated uh, when I beat the game. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Cywon says, when will we see similar move from Sega if the NES Classic Edition sells like hotcakes? Well, actually, as we talked about, Sega's eh. done it forever. Uh, I don't think Sega can give away more of their library. For 30 bucks right now, I can go up to the corner store and get something that plays every Sega game and has 80 games built into it. But the one catch is it doesn't have HDMI out. It's still got the same problems the original Sega had with the jail bars and stuff. You get rid of that, and I'm actually on board. I'd pay pay 100 bucks for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's worth pointing as well. Sega, not only does Sega have those um, plug-and-play consoles, they also have a portable versions as well. Yeah, you know, where you got the ones they that are built in. Yeah. Mm. Well, and Hyperkin does a lot of stuff like that as well. Hyperkin does a great eighty in one. Um, God, we've, we've got to mention the Atari flashback. God, that's been going for years. <laughs> oh, I said the flashback early on. The Atari and television, whatnot, flashback. Yeah, those are all. Those are. I think that's where this concept comes from. Yeah. Cousin um, says, "My old man bought Double Dragon 2 for PC. Is that a good <laughs> thing great. or a bad thing? <laughs> That's awesome. The NES version was a surprisingly good arcade port. Um, but um, Castlevania 3 is not on there, in my opinion, because of the reasons I said. Yeah, emulation, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, oh, and Mike Tyson's punch out. Stop asking for it. Mike Tyson, same thing. He won't get his likeness up. It's over. Sorry, guys. I like, I like the he fact doesn't want to be reminded play. of the time where he raped a girl. <laughs> I like the fact that they did actually say featuring Mr. Dream. They didn't just say punch out. So it's actually, it's kind of cool they clarified which one it was. Yeah, and I think they've had to lately because they're tired of the, is it Mike Tyson's punch out? They're trying to yeah. like not bring that up. Um, Tech Mobile gets Tyson's? to be in there because it doesn't have the licenses. Anyway, you were saying? Was it called Mike Tyson's punch out though, that original one? Yes. Yeah, yes, although yeah. technically Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream was the name of the version uh, of Punch-Out that released uh, after the, enough, I think, yeah. one-year license with um, uh, Mike, Tyson. Mike Tyson ran out. Mm-hmm. So, Kirby's Adventure is a great addition. I don't think a lot of people have played that, myself That's included. That's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah. Ghosts and Goblins, you can watch me curse the universe on that one. Have fun with that yeah. one. Oh, but All Save States again. makes it easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bubble Bobble's fantastic. Uh, that that's a fantastic one, and especially you play that, especially co-op as well. Yeah, well, especially co-op and especially on the NES version. The NES yes. version to me is pretty special, yeah. um, in its own right. Uh, you'll spend damn near the cost of this unit finding a copy of Bubble Bobble. Oh yeah, on absolutely. NES. Mm. Well, yeah. even Master System for that matter, because the Master System version um, game is going up in price as well. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Um, Master System games in general are really going up in price on some of the on certain Which, games. Mm. Alf hasn't jumped at all, but you know, <laughs> what do you expect? Um, Star Tropics is kind of interesting. Star Tropics had yeah. some issues on flashcards, I think. Mm. So um, but, the other thing, the oh sorry, I was gonna say Star Tropics stuff. I believe that that and the sequel released on Virtual Console on the Wii not too long ago as well. That's true. And, and Star Tropics, uh, I still don't know how they're going to solve the problem of you have to solve a puzzle by looking at a map that you put in water. But uh-huh. we have the internet now, so I think we're okay. That's probably what they're assuming. <laughs> uh, Simon's Quest will be great that you don't have to memorize all the passwords. Uh, same with Mega Man 2. You can just save state it. Yep. Um, and then some of these, like Excite Bike, Dr. Mario, and Ice Climber, those, oh, take great. them or leave them. People can shit all over them, but they're tons of fun. They're fantastic. I love Ice Climber. That's great that game. <laughs> yeah, like you'll play Ice Climber for all of fifteen minutes, but it's there, <laughs> right? You'll sleep better at night knowing it's there. I, I want to congratulate Ninja Gaiden as well. Ninja Gaiden yeah. two and three, not good choices. Two is probably the most played, but Ninja Gaiden's actually beatable. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Especially absolutely. with save states. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, so. Um, I don't know. I think this is a rock solid list. I think I'm gonna have to get this. I think yeah. I, this, I, I think I'll probably end up getting it. Know me, but I'm, I'm not getting. I'm not gonna pre-order it right now because it's not. It's so far away. Still, I'm not gonna pre-order it. I have no yeah. need to pre-order it. I'm but, just gonna buy um, it when it comes out. <laughs> but it's well, and I especially want to see this come out first, and I want to know a couple things: what's under the hood, and how it performs. And you know, those retro sites will do it. And I know Nintendo is not gonna give us a review copy. Mm. Um, but like if Zelda two runs like zelda 2 without screen tearing and whatnot and it runs as well as the emulated version on the wii u i'm in for that just because then i can do a live stream without using an emulator that looks good mm-hmm. you know and i'd love to live stream beating zelda 2 um that's a bitch of a game oh yeah so, yeah they added a thing in the virtual console version of Star Tropics where you dip the virtual map, I think. You know what? I've heard that. It's not as fun, Kossin says, and it wasn't, but still, that's cool. But, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I and let's 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 add in the last part. Fifty nine yeah. ninety nine. That's the price of a game. How much you want to bet there was a Wii U collection planned after NES Remix got so popular to release this collection of sixty games at two bucks or thirty games at two bucks a game mm. on Wii or Wii U rather as a disc, and they were like, nah, man, if we make this hardware on the cheap, we'll sell so many more. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, this is definitely a push. They could probably easily get 100 bucks a piece for these. Mm. So at 60 bucks, they're trying to break through that threshold of you even thinking about whether or not you should buy it and just buying it. It will it will sell well through nostalgia alone, I feel. And especially oh, and I'm not talking about retro gamers. I'm talking about your mom buying it for you for Christmas. Oh yeah, that's what I mean as well. Um, and it's all, but yeah, it's it's the it's the sort of the hot present really for the season. Yeah, yeah, it'll be the Wii of this year. You know, again, it's a stocking stuffer. I know sixty bucks is not stocking stuffer prices, but it's it's the price to go. If you're a gamer and you don't want this, you better start doing fucking re- retcon. You know crowd control now with your relatives let them know you don't want it or let them know you've already bought it or let them know that this is not you know your thing because if you don't you're gonna get it it. yep (laughs) pretty much (laughs) i don't know how else to put it i think you're gonna get it so yeah so that's interesting but uh yeah the nes mini was very cool Uh, i don't like all the articles that stemmed from it i don't like all the speculation (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's just like nah man like we should have all just linked to nintendo it's, it's a slow in fact question. i did link to nintendo the only reason okay. i linked to uh, i did my own article was because i asked the question which no one at the time was asking which was can you put games into this and what's it actually doing under the hood then i got an answer on friday posted that and then today on monday or yesterday on Monday, everybody comes in and goes, oh, okay, actually, I've thought about this over the weekend, and now I've got that information, so let me write an article about what it doesn't have and how I don't think it's that great, even though I wrote an article last week that says it was great. And it's just like, ugh, the internet. It's a, it's a slow news new season. People need yes. to write about something. <laughs> it's kind of busy for retro, though. Um, it is, isn't as it? Yeah. we'll come to find. Yeah, it's been a crazy retro time, so. But uh, anyway... Anything else you want to say about the mini? Uh, no, well, yeah, like, like we've already said, I've already said I'll, I'll probably end up buying. It. I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna pre-order it really. So. If they had Rainbow Islands, you'd have just snatched oh, it yeah, for a second. Yeah, I, I would have brought it already. And miss opportunity. <laughs> Although saying that, the um, the NES Rainbow Islands is uh, it's not great. Not, not great. Not great. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing is the Saturn's been hacked. Yeah. Uh, somebody figured out how to put a flash cartridge into the uh, RAM spot in the back. I think I don't think it goes into the actual cartridge slot. I think it's that other slot when you take off the lid of the Saturn, which nobody's done other than those of us who have modded, uh, soldered a mod chip into it. Underneath the cartridge slot, there is another port where you can insert something, and I think that's where this goes in. But he's trying to find a way to do it. They haven't got it so that you could actually buy it or use it. But, um, yeah, uh, somebody's figured out how to bypass the uh, copyright protection, uh, which would basically allow you to use a USB drive, which for the Saturn is probably the best. Uh, these, these laser lens consoles are going to start yeah. dying out. Uh, <laughs> That's really impressive, uh, actually. 
Yeah, the other thing is he found some new code on how the Saturn works and how to bypass that stuff. And I guess they can involve that in emulators. And the hope is in the next year or two, a pretty strong uh, feature complete emulator will come out as a result. That's another bit of good news, but I'm more interested in... Um, in actually getting real Saturn hardware because we know everything will work well on it. Um, as of late, PS2 emulation starting to piss me off to the point that I'm <laughs> back to just running things on a PS2. <laughs> so stick to the basics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably a better idea. So anyway, did you see this, Jam? You interested in grabbing a Saturn? Well, if I had one, well, I, like I said we might have one in um, my partner's loft, parents' loft somewhere, but we'll we'll, we'll find out when we finally get a house. But <laughs> <laughs> I went to my mom and pops, uh, my mom and pop shop locally. They had a shiny mint condition Saturn for thirty nine ninety nine. Oh wow! There's a part of me that thinks I should just grab it. <laughs> Protect it. <laughs> well, like... I've got a working Saturn, but like, why not? Yeah, I do have a working mod chip as well that hasn't been put in anything. A lot of people are telling me that, like, I'm one of the few people who still has a mod chip that I can pop into any Saturn I want. Granted, my current one has one as well, but it's always good to have a backup. But with this development coming along, I'm hoping to do something where I don't actually have to solder anything to my Saturn. Because um, the yeah. Saturn works kind of wonky when you bypass that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, it plays the games fine, but yeah. Boss Five's asking what the topic is. It's us admitting that we're running out of topics. So <laughs> we're, we've got a new format starting that's mostly game club based starting next week. Uh, but in the meantime, we're just shooting the shit, really. <laughs> that's, what, that's what this episode is, so basically. Yeah, the title I was going to put was I Got Nothing. Um, so. We, we suck. <laughs> So, nah, nah, we don't suck. We just, uh, we, we, we hit the end of the rope. Uh, we could force a topic, but, um, we didn't want to do that. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So I saw that. Have you seen all these? Now, Jim, you don't have a PlayStation 4, right? I do. I do now. You do have a PlayStation 4. So you did pull the trigger on both. Okay. Sorry. I missed that. So you have a one and a four. Uh, well, so weird that we oh, yeah, that's that. right. You have an Xbox One and a PlayStation yeah, 4. You have a I'm One so and a 4. Yeah. Um, have you seen those hamster arcade games? No. Okay, this is... <laughs> I have. I remember one on the PlayStation 3. But <laughs> okay, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Not the developer's hamster. It's arcade games brought to the PS4. Um... Oh, yeah, no, I've seen those. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they've got a pretty solid collection at yes. this point. And at eight bucks a piece, mm. they're called the Arcade Archives. Um, and the list is pretty strong. For example, um, well, Contra has been planned, so maybe that's where the Contra license is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they've released uh, a decent number of games. Now, do you have a European account, or did you tether all your accounts with it? Because uh, I have all three t- regions. Yeah, I tethered all the accounts, so I've got both. Okay. Uh, yeah, European and US. <laughs> okay, because some of the big ones right now that are out there, if you guys haven't looked them up, of course, I'm going to go ape spit over Salamander, which is available mm-hmm. in all oh, regions yeah. right mm-hmm. now, uh, the, aka Life Force. Um, they just released Gradius 2, which is the other half of what is Life Force, Goferno Yobo. Jam, bad news is it's in America and it's in, it just came out today in America or recently in America and it's already been in Japan, but you guys in Europe, it's coming, but it's not out yet. Yeah. Um, 
I've got the American account, so I can still get it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Double Dragon's hit. Double Dragon 2 has hit. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So is that, yeah. is that the arcade version, then? That's yes, the... it is. Yeah. Taito's Bubble Bobble hit. Ooh, um, Contra's planned in all regions. Hasn't come out in any yet. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Legend of Kage, which is always mistaken as Legend of Cage. That's available uh, mm. pretty much everywhere. Um, good old Ninja Kid. You guys have never played Ninja Kid. Those <laughs> oh, are yeah, fun. Yeah. One and, yeah, Ninja Kid 1 and 2 are out there. Um, but uh, uh, Solomon's Key, for those that hate themselves. Uh, not not yet in your region, though, Jam. Uh, Twin B has hit everywhere. So if you like bells, um, get at it. Um, and Jam, you might be very pleased to learn that Wonder Boy is out oh, in yeah? Japan only, but it's coming uh, to all regions. And Wonder Boy and Monsterland is due out this year in Japan, next year in all regions. That doesn't surprise me for Japan, though. Yes. Because it was an arcade game over there. That's what I mean. These are all the arcade ports. Mm. So, um, But uh, Tiger Claw says, I'm sure speedrunners will take advantage of the mini NES and run those games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just to make them look a little bit better. They're going to be in 480p. Um, all it's doing is taking the... F- 240p signal and doubling the pixels there's no reason they do anything else but anyway if you guys haven't looked at those the hamster collection on um on ps4 is it's pretty swell pretty swell so <clears throat> but uh and uh jam have you had a chance to check out the uh, the system shock deal is that that's, the, is that the they're, they're remaking they're remastering remastering system shock Yes, I've seen um, that. Yeah. I think the demos are only on PC, though, right now. They really got to get right. those on console. Mm. The remaster's going to come to console, so I don't see why they don't put them on console. But um, <clears throat> What do you think of this? Have you ever tried to play System Shock? I have, actually, because it's on um, good old games. And it's... Um... It's, it's wait, wait, a, hold it's... on. Psy1 is uh, taking justified issue with my shitting on Solomon's key. I've... <laughs> You're not wrong. You're just not right. <laughs> I, just, I just caught up on Cywars. I have a Dreamcast, Cywars. I do have that. It's just the See, there you go. He's got a Dreamcast. Uh, we can do... Got, oh, I, my God. We can do terrible game clubs of Dreamcast games, Jam. Oh, fantastic. Carrier. Oh, Carrier. We've already done Blue Stinger, but Carrier is still unplayed. <laughs> anyway. Um... Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I missed it. Uh, Solomon's key. Solomon's key. Yeah, I I don't care for Solomon's key, but um, <laughs> I remember people on the NES or yeah on the NES version really liked it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But I've got more news. But do you anything know, on you, your you end? Ca- Jim? You, you carry on, man. All right, well, the uh, an American version of the 64DD was noticed. Did you see this? Yes, I saw that. Sold for yeah, a ton yeah. of money. Um, normally, that would be cool, except that there were no American versions of the 64DD games, and somebody's already cracked the 64DD. I can play 64DD games on my flash drive right now. Now, if you're a collector of hardware, I totally get this, but, I mean, we're talking... This is some big bucks now. Uh, <laughs> How much did it go for? Uh, let me find that out. <laughs> um, 
I can imagine there's some shocking amount. <laughs> America. <laughs> Metal Jesus found it. Uh, yeah, he's a. You guys YouTuber. don't know who Metal Jesus is, yeah. Oh no, he's the one who found it. Found it. Oh, okay, yeah. On Craigslist, I think. Yeah, Jason yeah, Lindsay, Metal Jesus, um, is of course an eager collector, and he found it on Craigslist. Um, That's an impressive find, though, for a Craigslist, considering. Yes, especially because it's got a blank disc, uh, the blue cartridge. Um, it does error out, though, um, and it's region locked. So mm. that's going to be a problem. But if you are an avid collector, which he clearly is, in fact, I would say he's more of a collector than a player, that doesn't mean he doesn't play. Metal Jesus oh, yeah. uh, Rocks does play, but I would say he's a collector first and a gamer second. Mm. Um, it's fantastic that someone like that would get it. A YouTube oh, yeah. personality well-known for his collecting, I think he's an appropriate person to get it. So, I, mean, I personally wouldn't have... <laughs> if, if, I, if I came across something like that, I wouldn't really have any interest in having it particularly, cause, especially because can't, you can't really use it, can you? There's nothing you can do with it. No. Uh, he might be able to figure out something to get it working, but yeah, no, right now yeah. I can't see how he could... Um, and uh, Fortingard, bring that to next week's uh, argument for the game club. I do have that game, though. Um, and Cy1, he says the NES version is a great port. You know what? For you, I'll go back and play Solomon's Key. I'm going I'll, to I'll go. Do, I'll download it on the 3DS, Cy1. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it on my NES. Uh, oh, I will download it on my flash cart for you. Um, I'm not going to go hunt down a copy of Solomon's Key, <laughs> but I'll play it on the flash cart. Why not? Um, but, uh, let's see here. Uh, so yeah, so that was kind of cool that the 64 DDs there. I just want to remind everybody if you happen to have an N64 flash card, and if not, the EverDrive 64 is pretty cheap. You can run it on that. Um, there isn't a lot of games for that 64 DD though. That, well, this was it. So it's like the Mario Paint games, it's the expansion to F0. There's almost none, yeah. There's, uh, there's F-Zero expansion. There's those. There's Doshin the Giant 1 and 2, which I don't even understand oh, yeah. those games. No. Um, it's the Japanese version of Doshin the Giant, by the way. Uh, Sim City 2000 oh, yeah, is in there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, which should be fully playable, even though you don't know Japanese. Um, and there's a big one I'm missing, but I can't think of it. So... Yeah. They also had that kind of, it was like the prelude to the kind of meat universe, wasn't it? Where you could create an avatar on the 64DD and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's part of the four game set mm. that's kind of the Mario Paint knockoff thing or sequel thing. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> Is Predator Concrete Jungle really that good of a game? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> apparently it is apparently he thinks it is so uh i'm not going i'm never gonna say never on a game i've never played so um, uh, i've got i've got but, yeah. i've got concrete jungle i do too yeah so we both have it so the first step is in um but yeah there were a couple other things that happened in the in the retro gaming front that i'm for some reason blanking on i apologize i have a mild sinus headache as well um which doesn't mean I can't talk. It just means I'm having memory issues. Trouble concentrating. 
<laughs> but uh, oh, did you see that? Um, that uh, oh, what was it? Somebody's contemplating bringing back Metal Wolf Chaos if uh, From Software will allow it. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's. I think it was earlier this year they said they would do it. Hold on, I, I got the story here. Um, speaking of Metal Wolf Chaos, which I didn't know was a mech game. I don't know how I didn't know it was a mech game, but Devolver. Devolver has offered to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. They should turn it into a roguelike like all their other games. But, um, but yes, so... There's- while you're hunting for that story there was that story this was broke um this broke a while ago actually but there was the um fred the very very important dreamcast sequel echo 2 sentinels of the universe was released oh yes i did burn that yeah to a disc i was gonna pop it into my old dreamcast not only did echo exist on the dreamcast but a sequel was also in the works somebody made it a sequel Mm mm-hmm that's a thing blow, you blow can't unsee it. Today. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I actually came across uh, that that Echo Dolphin Tides of Time. Was it the first the, the one that's on Dreamcast? I found I actually found that um, in a store uh, where the charity shop for the PS2, but I didn't pick it up. Oh yeah, that was only <laughs> released in um, in your neck of the woods on PS2. Did you know that? Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, we only got the Dreamcast version. Want wah. With good reason, probably. <laughs> and did you guys get the Dreamcast version, or did yeah, you guys yeah. not get the Dreamcast? Okay. No, I've, I, that's okay. the one I've got. I've got the PAL Dreamcast version. Aha. There we go. But, um... So, yeah. And during the LP, they were like, yo, Pastor Miyazaki to get... To give us uh, Metal Wolf Cast HD, and people actually did it. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, Super Best Friends play. Yeah. A long play of it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, I don't know if mine's going to be as amusing as theirs, but uh, but I, I definitely got a kick out of it. Uh, and I'll be back to playing through that soon. But um, anyway. Oh, and Cron CD's coming along. I'm in crunch. I'm trying to get Cron CD out Friday. So mm-hmm. hopefully that'll come to pass. That'll be good. Um, yeah. But just trying to get that done. So I don't know. I don't know if I have anything else. Are we out of topics? Have we run out? Has the well <laughs> run we, drive. Have we half, burned out? <laughs> half the well run drive for this episode. I'm sorry, guys. We just uh, but we didn't want to not do a show. Didn't want to be just like peace out, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very good to listeners you care about, you know? It's not it's not ideal. I keep watching for the retro USB because, of course, that's the alternative idea is maybe I'll just buy this AVS. They're, uh... Oh. Not now. Um... Yeah, I don't see anything on how I can pre-order that retrousb.com is where the shop is but i don't see the avs mm. so oh well what what yeah maybe it'll eventually come <laughs> who knows so i don't know i think unless anybody's got anything else uh i think we might be calling this one to a close a little early you looking forward to getting to bed early jam <laughs> <laughs> wow 
I won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all right. Well, like I said, contact the Gimme History One Hundred One. Hit us up. Uh, the I think at this point, if you're listening to the recorded version, uh, your opportunity to get in your PlayStation Two top tens is up. We'll be recording that episode this weekend. Um, Jam, you probably won't be able to make it. I'll reach out to you, but I know you're going to be busy this weekend. Um, but I can do it solo if that's the case. But that'll go up sometime this weekend. And uh, if you can make it, cool. Um, and uh, and hit us up with whatever you might want us to play for the game club. Everything's up for debate next week after we finish uh, talking about Nier. And... Uh, and if you have topics you want to hear, definitely hit us up with those as well. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, I, I, I think that puts us to the end. So it's, uh, it's contact gaminghistory101.com. And oh, yeah, and give me feedback on the microphone. I'm starting to think I'll probably go back to the original chat one. But maybe I'm wrong, so somebody it let me okay. know. It sounds okay my end, but it'll be okay. interesting to see what other people say. So. We'll see what people say. I was echoey because I did some repeater bullshit uh, that jacked with both of us. Um, and uh, nobody said anything, and people definitely downloaded and listened to it, so who knows. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, with that, I guess we'll call it to a close. So till next week, this is Fred and Jam saying... Peace out.